0: Hour two of the Blitz starting right now. Sam, you ever spelled the word drought before? Drought? Yeah, you ever just like spelled it? Yeah. I feel like I've never really spelled that word, spelled that word like all that much in my lifetime.
1: It doesn't come up that often. And
0: in in the last 12 hours, I think I've had to spell it like 16 times, and it. My brain's gotten to this weird point where now I don't know if it's a real word. Like, you know what I'm talking about where it, like, disassociates it?
1: Yeah, or you, you start questioning the spelling of it.
0: I'm very much questioning the spelling of it. Can I ask you,
1: <laughs> is
0: it D-R-A-U-G-H-T-S?
1: Where are you getting the S from?
0: Well, I was just adding droughts.
1: Oh, plural. droughts? No, it's an O. D R O U G H T. D O U
0: yep that's right that's how I've spelled it every other time I don't know why I spelled it different this time Uh, like I said my brain
1: that is now that I mean now that you're bringing up drought that's a
0: is that even a word
1: like looking at that
0: it doesn't look right
1: if I didn't if I didn't speak English I would have no idea what that is throat (laughs) throat drocut yeah Yeah. I don't know
0: well okay thanks for your help I uh, tweeted the podcast out now (laughs) Anyway, hour two getting started here. 1340 AM 105.7 FM. No, Andy, Andy said I had it right. He's listening. D R A U G H T. Drought. I'm pretty sure it's with an O. Well now why wouldn't that be drought? <laughs> why is this an issue right now?
1: I mean, now I'm going to just look this up.
0: I think I just need to come up with a different word. <laughs> I give up on this word. Anyway, 1340 AM. You do the research there.
1: No, it's it's D-R-O-U-G-H-T. Is it? Yeah.
0: Okay. I don't know. Anyway, I'm, I'm leaving it. I'm leaving it. If it's spelled wrong, get over it. Okay, fine. Yeah. That is what it is. You know what I mean. Fan Run Radio app—that's free wherever you get your apps. Streaming over on the Fan Run Radio web browser, and let's start hour two off with an opening drive. Subbing you in, Sam Andy. Mm-hmm. If you're wondering where Andy went, he's. Uh, oh, my mom just texted me. It is. It is drought. D R O U G H T. Let's go. Final.
1: Should we do a uh, a blitz spelling bee? No.
0: Yes. <laughs> shot color trivia spelling bee.
1: Okay, okay, I like that.
0: That should should that be our our punish our shot color trivia this I time? I like that. Like yeah, five no. Five questions and then five words we have to spell.
1: Five five questions and five five odd spellings. Yeah, that would be fun. I would be down for that for sure.
0: I'm a bad speller. I was
1: going to say I don't think you would have a great time with that.
0: I'm that sounds like I'm uneducated or something. <laughs> just saying, I'm a bad speller. You're a, I, you're a
1: quick speller.
0: I have a hard time spelling in my head. The num- the letters spin around and they mm-hmm. get out of, out of place. I can't do math in my head either. Sometimes the numbers, they start spinning too. You know what I'm talking about? It's
1: like that that hangover scene where they're in the casino and it's all those numbers and letters just and swirling like around, around, around head. your head. Like yeah. that's what,
0: whenever I try to spell things in my head or like do advanced math in my head, that's what it looks like in my brain. I just see things just floating around All all the numbers getting all jumbled. That's fair. Spelling Bee it is. That's tomorrow. Tomorrow, shot color trivia slash Spelling Bee because Andy got the conference championship winners right and we didn't. Anyway, uh, Pebble Beach, first down. Well, they've made the eighth hole a lot safer. Uh, The eighth hole, par four. Jordan Spieth, he had that daring second shot over the cliff at the par four eighth hole in last year's Pebble Beach Pro-Am going to be a lot harder to replicate Uh, apparently too many guests were trying to recreate that shot and because of this uh, Pebble Beach was then forced to move the red hazard line back Um, they don't want guests to try to emulate that shot (laughs) it's dangerous it's on a cliffside they've tried to make the rough thicker too so balls don't roll out to there cuz if you remember Jordan Spieth just sent a ball uh, on his second shot on that par 4 and he was like front foot on the edge of a cliff
1: no that uh yeah that shot I would not have, I would have wouldn't have hit that
0: i can already see myself like shifting my weight funny and just falling just off falling the into
1: a cliff yeah
0: yeah i mean we don't need. To think about how much of a disaster that cliff. would be. Yeah, you're on your dream golf trip. Like, oh my gosh, I'm getting to play Pebble Beach. <laughs> Let's recreate the speed shot. Thirty seconds later, ER at best.
1: So, if you're a golf nerd, though, probably not a terrible way to go out.
0: I can already think of one of me and you's friends, our buddy Drew. <laughs> I think if you asked him right now, not like right now right now not at the age of like 23 but like hey Drew 75 want to go out on falling off a cliff replicating Jordan Spieth's second shot on the 8th hole I think he might say yes
1: he might I think he might he might we'll have to ask him I might that. at that age
0: it, falling off a cliff at Pebble Beach Nah, age 75 that'd be <laughs> 75. <laughs> that'd be that'd be a, that'd be a bad time a little man. too young yeah, I'm trying be, to see 3 centuries I'm trying to get to 101
1: Trying to get to 101?
0: Yeah, I want to be in the, I want to, 99, so yep. I got the 1900s. Mm-hmm. Obviously, we're currently in the 2000s. I want to get to the 2100s and live in three different centuries. That's okay. my goal.
1: Okay. I don't think that's part of my goal.
0: I'm not really a pillar of health by any means, so might need to, you know, switch some things.
1: I feel like once you get to 100, it gets a little bit not I want to be
0: there. the guy I interviewed on the front porch.
1: Yeah. What's the secret yeah. to living
0: this long? And I want to lie to everybody.
1: You've got, like, a TV out on your front porch, just, like, constant Nationals games. I want like,
0: well, tell you the truth, I drink a, a fifth of Jim Beam and, <laughs> and smoke six Black and Milds every day.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you, you just come up with You guys need to do the random. same
0: if you want to live as long as mm-hmm. me. And I also, like, I don't know, I'm just going to I'm gonna come up with, like, three to five things that are my secrets to living that are all lies just to get people to
1: Pull the, they didn't make things. them like they used to, Carl. Yes, they didn't make them like they used to. Yeah, I like that. Second down? Second down. We're going to go to college basketball here. Okay. Pittsburgh versus North Carolina last night. Uh, Jeff Capel's squad has now beat North Carolina twice this year. Um, But Jeff Capel's brother is an assistant coach for Pitt, a former UNC player, Jason Capel. Uh, He played four years there, 1998 to 2002. He was booed by fans off the court yesterday. Um, they, they got a video of Jason Capel in the hallway, uh, after the game saying, check the record book. My boys did my work. I ain't got to say nothing. All I did for this program and y'all disrespect me. You got a broom. That's a sweep. Um, kind of a weird shot that the, uh, North Carolina team, they put a form. They put a UNC walk on, on the, on like the game program and it's a former assistant coach as well the son of a former assistant wearing Jason Capel's number they were booing him coming out apparently a lot of just a lot of bad things said um to him uh from just people in the crowd last night and Jeff Capel was pretty upset about it last night rightfully so I feel like just just classic North Carolina fans being scumbags man Jeff Capel doing a good job over there, at Pitt this year.
0: They uh the they look like a tournament team.
1: Yeah, he's uh he inherited a dumpster fire, and he's doing all right. Sixteen and seven, they're third in the ACC right now.
0: It was just like a weird thing for North Carolina to do. The quote after the game too, walking off the court, standing in the hallway, you can just hear uh hear him yelling, check the ra- record book. <laughs> my boys did my work. I ain't got nothing to say. All I did for this program, and y'all disrespect me, you got a broom? That's a sweep. I
1: love it, I love it too. I love it.
0: That was a great, That was a really kind of, like, great game, too. It was. Very enjoyable. Third down. The breakup that's been a breakup for quite a while that might finally be a breakup. Uh... After more than five years, got some injuries, some trade attempts, and a whole lot more. Uh, it does appear that the 49ers and Jimmy Garoppolo are going to go all uh, their go their separate ways. Um, he's going to be a free agent. The 49ers have QB problems. I guess you know some people thought, well, maybe they do just bring Jimmy G back, keep rolling with him. Um, but yesterday, Kyle Shanahan was asked whether there was any, keyword being any, uh, scenario in which he could see Garoppolo returning to San Francisco in 2023. Quite frankly, just said no. I don't see any scenario of that. So I think that's pretty much out the door. Wow. You know, you figured it would be for much of the season, but then uh, with Brock Purdy tearing his UCL, needing Tommy John surgery potentially. Um, with Trey Lance and the questions around him, he thought, hey, maybe there's a chance. Nope, not going to be a chance. Got to be an interesting quarterback carousel this uh, this offseason. We'll get into that, too, later in this hour. But Sam, fourth down?
1: Yeah, fourth down. Uh, the Arena Football League is back. 2024, the Arena Football League is back. Uh, we haven't seen it since 2019. Filed for Bankruptcy. More football. You know, how can you be upset with more football, right? Um, The Arena Football League, I, th- I thought it was pretty fun. The Nashville Cats, Charlie? Are we going to get them back? What Do you think Nashville is getting an AFL team back?
0: I would love to get the Nashville Cats back. I want like a sick Nashville Cats jersey.
1: Yeah. Do they have Nashville Cats merch just laying around? because I would still buy that.
0: I need to look on eBay during the break see if I can find any cool Nashville Cat stuff.
1: I'm not exactly sure um
0: I would go too.
1: Oh, I would I would yeah, I would go.
0: I would maybe just get like really into it.
1: These articles aren't very informative on like the future of the league and everything, but um I I mean, I love like watching old highlights of arena football. I feel like that's like a Kind of a staple of our of our childhood a little bit, just seeing some arena football highlights on YouTube. No, arena and everything. football
0: was like always sick.
1: Yeah.
0: Oh, I found a, a Corey Fleming, double XL Nashville Cats jersey.
1: I mean, how much is it?
0: Sixty two bucks. Come on, guys. Over on eBay. It's such a cool logo. I forget that it's spelled Cats though, so I need to go change it's it's Cats with a K. Yeah, it is. Do we know why we did that?
1: I feel like we were just trying. Maybe we just got really lazy and we were like, "Let's just do a very That's just like an era 30. of
0: sports where, like, it was cool to to spell things wrong.
1: Yeah, I guess that's true. Why? Why? Why did we go to
0: <laughs> I don't know. If anyone knows, I'd I'd love to know too. But uh, good opening drive. We'll catch a break. We'll talk the news of the day from yesterday and the quarterback carousel. That's coming up next on the Blitz. Your pet is an important part of your family. So, obviously, the big news yesterday, one Thomas Brady has retired again. 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 Uh, I feel like you don't get a second retirement.
1: Yeah, it doesn't really feel very special.
0: I guess ESPN did their whole thing yesterday for, like, 12 hours, but, you know, it's... I don't think you should get the same, like, pomp and circumstance and everyone talking about Tom Brady and telling their Tom Brady stories and whatever else. We already did this last offseason. You already retired. Uh, Retiring a second time, you don't get it again. You know, it is what it is. Probably retired. I don't know. Did he retire too late? Oh, yeah. Like, do you think that he'll regret playing this last season, I guess?
1: I feel feel like... I mean, he's obviously not going to be forgotten. It's Tom Brady, but, like, man, he would have gone out on the the top of the top after he just won that Super Bowl in Tampa in the first year.
0: Yeah, I mean, he could have gone out all the way on the top. All the way. In Tampa. Even last year, he could have gone out still being like, I led a big comeback in this NFC was it? Was that? Wasn't the title game? Was it? No, it was, it the was game a, before. It was a divisional uh, game. Yeah, you know, I led this huge comeback in the NFC divisional round, and then you know my defense blew it final thirty seconds. It is what it is. Like he could have even gone out on that note, which isn't the worst taste ever. And then instead, he went out on the note of of uh, poor play, divorce, under five hundred season, and playoff embarrassment.
1: Hey, but he volunteered at a dog shelter. He did do that.
0: It is. <laughs> uh, I mean, it's kind of sad to see. Even though I'm not really a Tom Brady guy, I've never liked Tom Brady. It was kind of sad to me that he was like, man, that's He not looked one sad of the time in that video. just goes out. And I think I don't even know if he really wanted to retire. I think yesterday in that video, you could just kind of see that there was a the realization of I just don't got to do more. Yeah, there's just not a place for me to continue to play.
1: Yeah, I was reading like the replies to those videos and they were like, I feel like you can see the Tom Brady doesn't have the fire in his eyes anymore. Like, he just looks kind of like his soul left his body. He's, he, I, mean, I mean, hopefully so. He's played he, football for so long now. Like, he's getting out of that. There's a lot of change.
0: So, I think part of it, like, he didn't want to play in Tampa again. Yeah. Other places that he was rumored, Tennessee, yeah. Vegas, San Francisco. I'm glad he's not a Titan, quite honestly. Oh, yeah. Um, I could maybe see the Raiders making a little bit of sense. Like, that they could maybe try to do that. But, like, I, I just... I'd rather go a different direction if I'm any of those three teams at this point.
1: What about the Niners?
0: Still, probably different directions I'd like to go. I mean, you have the idea of like Tom Brady can play for a year and Brock Purdy can yeah learn from Tom Brady for a year. But one of the one of the big things I saw reported by a couple of the NFL insiders was that Tom Brady didn't just want a one year deal, and I think that was part of the hang up. Like he wanted a second year. Ah. He didn't want to just be like one year swan song. He wanted the opportunity to come back. He wanted the opportunity to have multiple seasons with a franchise. Who's going to commit 2 years to a 40 what, 45 or 46 year old?
1: 45 I think, but it's all the same at this point, you know. Multiple year deal, I yeah, I would never have agreed to that.
0: Hopefully in retirement this leads to more movies like 80 for Brady. I'm not watching that. I can't wait for 80 for Brady. <laughs> you kidding me? I'm going to be there opening night. That movie looks incredible. <laughs> you can't
1: even keep a straight face.
0: You know the funny part, though? I am going to go watch it. Yeah. And probably in theaters.
1: I'm definitely not watching it in theaters, but I'll watch it.
0: I think I'm going to watch it in theaters. <laughs> <laughs> I think I will.
1: Uh, Is he? He's not in it, Right.
0: I think he is like cameo, at or some is he point, the like, or, like the producer of it? I think he's like there's a cameo where he's like makes a brief appearance or something. I don't really know. Guess you got to go see it opening night with me to find out.
1: Yeah, I don't know, man. 80 for Brady, I don't think he's in it.
0: What a wild concept for a movie, too. For our 80th birthday, let's go see Tom Brady in a Super Bowl. 80 for Brady.
1: Movie. Yeah, how did that story like? How it's a did real that, story. I'm <laughs> sure. I know it's it is a true story. That's what I was about to say. Like, how does how does that story get so popular that it becomes a movie? Or like, did some it director even hears popular, about the or story, or someone
0: just accidentally stumble upon it and be like, <laughs> "80 for Brady movie."
1: Beats me. Done. Beats um,
0: me. But yeah, I just don't think he could make that commitment. Part of me really did want Tom Brady to play until he was like fifty.
1: Do you think he's really done?
0: I don't know, but. uh, Do you know how funny it would be to see a 50-year-old Tom Brady in the NFL? That
1: would be awesome. Imagine a 50-year-old playing NFL football. I could
0: come back around on Tom Brady if he did that. But uh, Tom's done. It's going to be weird. I I can't remember a point in my life. Well, I guess there hasn't really been one where Tom Brady, like, hasn't been an NFL star.
1: Yeah. Like, all we got left is Aaron Rodgers and Matt Ryan, basically, from our, like, I turned Childhood 24 this year, era. and
0: there's not a single memory in football of...
1: Without Tom Brady. Without
0: Tom Brady. Mm-hmm. And, like, I've been watching football since I was, like, three, four. Yeah. I remember watching Tom Brady, actually. Like, yeah. I, that's, that's the weirdest part to me is just He's gotta, really that there's going to be
1: no more Tom.
0: But... Bucks were already presumed to be in the, the quarterback carousel this offseason. Go ahead and throw him in there.
1: Yeah, what do you think they d- – I don't – I think they're going to tank for a quarterback. When their
0: starting quarterback right now is
1: – Kyle Trask. Kyle
0: Trask, who I really like. i kind of like to see him get a shot, maybe, at least.
1: I feel like he'll play yeah. next year, to be honest.
0: Maybe. I don't know how – much. I don't really know how they feel about him. But, like, the 49ers, Buccaneers, Colts, Commanders, Falcons, maybe Giants – Say I don't know if I'd include the Giants no. in terms the of Jets. Teams, that, teams that you don't know who their quarterback's going to be next the year. Jets, the Jets, I would the say Panthers, the, the Raiders, Saints, Seahawks, Texans.
1: Maybe the Titans.
0: Titans, too. I would yeah. include the Titans in the list of teams that you don't know who their quarterback's going to be. And that's, look, one, uh, two, three, four. I mean, that's almost half the NFL. We're about to get an insane offseason season. In terms of quarterback needy teams, which spot do you think would be like the most desirable to go to for a quarterback?
1: I mean I would probably say the Raiders, maybe. I think that's a that's like you got some very solid pieces there. The, yeah. The Jets if you want to get younger, maybe.
0: I mean, for the Raiders, right? I mean, you get is Josh Jacobs gonna be back? Maybe, but like you get Devonte, I would would, would assume
1: so. I feel like they'll franchise tag him. Like
0: Connor Renfro will be back around. Get Darren Waller and Darren Waller, and that's all great. Got a
1: decent O line over there. All right. I would
0: not want to play for Josh McDaniel. Yeah. I, I would that. not want to be in that division either. because That's true. That's, that's you probably can be, more of it. You can be the 10th best quarterback in the NFL and the 4th best quarterback in your division mm-hmm. if Russell Wilson Turns figures it out. Around. Yeah.
1: No, you're right. I think that division actually would probably turn me off.
0: I would say, obviously, the clear number one is the 49ers. Yeah. In terms of quarterback needy, but like.
1: I feel like they're not as needy as They might settle it, it from
0: in-house to. Yeah. I mean, they weren't going to be on the list until Brock Purdy tours
1: at UCL. Will Trey Lance be back in time for like the start he, of the year or no?
0: He's on track to be back. Okay. Um, there's a chance, though, that Brock Purdy's out till past September. Right. Depending on which surgery, which procedure he has to get. Obviously, if that is an opening, if that's something that they're trying to source from the outside, yeah, that's the most desirable spot. In the NFL. I mean, Brock Purdy, I think, very well was going. I think he was going to lead them to a Super Bowl. The last pick convinced. in the draft was in a position to literally not lose a game as a starter in route to a Super Bowl. That's obviously the top spot. But I kind of just separate them, honestly, and just look at the rest. And if you're looking at the rest, you mentioned them. I would say the Jets.
1: Really good defense.
0: I mean – you have an excellent defense. You have promising young playmakers. Yes, maybe a couple questions along the offensive line, but you know, Makai Beckton heading back. Elijah Vera Tucker's played well. Thank you. You know, you have an offensive coordinator, Nathaniel Hackett. That's all right.
1: You got Garrett Wilson. It's like you got a young, a young wide receiver. One.
0: Like it's a tough place to be a quarterback because of the expectations that you know and the pressure that that's there. Being a New York Jack quarterback, but.
1: That's also becoming a pretty tough division over there as well.
0: I mean, yeah, that is a pretty tough division. But like you said, Garrett Wilson, uh, Brees Hall, Mm -hmm. again, Elijah Vera Tucker, like you have the opportunity to to go add more to that as well. You still have plenty of cap space. Uh, Corey Davis and Elijah Moore make a pretty solid pairing to go with. Uh, Garrett Wilson. You also, if you go to New York, I, I know you said there's a lot of pressure. If you play decently well, you can be a star there too. I mean, oh, that yeah. organization, those fans, they are starved mm-hmm. for good quarterback play. So if you can go be that guy that gives them good quarterback play in our country's biggest city, you can be one of the biggest stars. You can be a beloved legendary figure. I guess just the flip side is like you can get turned on pretty quickly. I still kind of think that's a spot for Aaron Rodgers. I still think that that's going to be something the Jets are trying to do. We've seen the Peter King report. I mean, again, you add Nathaniel Hackett. Like the cards are on the table right there. That feels like something they could try to do. They have so many guys on rookie contracts, so many young deal like players too. They can easily afford to bring on Aaron Rodgers and you know get him some help as well in the in the short term. But I think the Jets would probably be the most desirable spot. Outside of the 49ers. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you know, if I'm a quarterback looking at these quarterback needy teams, think well, we said thirteen spots roughly.
1: Roughly. Give or take a couple.
0: Think probably I don't know, four to five of those get settled in the NFL draft. There's still gonna yeah. be maybe, you know, eight teams, ten teams that need quarterbacks, eight probably about like seven or eight that don't get one in the draft and their options are going to be like Jimmy Garoppolo, maybe Ryan Tannehill, maybe Lamar, probably not. Maybe Daniel Jones, probably not. And like trading for Aaron Rodgers. it's going to get, it's going to get ugly. There's not much out there. You're right. There are going to be some
1: losers in
0: this quarterback carousel. Yeah. Like there's going to be some, a couple bad starting quarterbacks next year, which I mean, there's a quarterback shortage in the NFL has been for a while. There are some, some bad starting quarterbacks this year. Um,
1: just in time for a pretty decent quarterback draft class coming out though.
0: I can't wait to watch you know, the off season. I can't wait yeah. to see how it all unfolds, but we'll catch a break. We'll play we'll play factor fiction.
1: You're raising your eyebrows at me. I wasn't expecting factor fiction with no Andy.
0: We'll uh we'll play a hybrid version. We'll just go back and forth with each other. I'll okay. ask you a couple. <laughs> okay. You'll ask me a couple. Okay. We'll have a good time.
1: Okay. <laughs> Strange lady. she made me nervous
0: it's ironic we've missed the last two minute Yeah, work we have. days because we were not men at work
1: yeah they would be so disappointed with us
0: we were men that were not working
1: it's a uh yeah, I was trying to make another ac- acronym with Thursday, but it it's not going to work.
0: How about we just get those bells one more time? <laughs> Come on. Yes, yes, yes. It gives me so much life. Oh, man. I wish
1: I could make that like my alarm, but I know that I'm going to end Can up hating that, that song. I that my Oh, that's a good system.
0: one. Da-da-da. What instrument is that? Is that a s- steel? Like an...
1: I don't know. Let's see. Is that see.
0: like an Australian variation of like a steel drum?
1: Is I feel it like a, it's a flute. Did you redo? I don't know. I this like is gonna kind of completely
0: derail factor fiction now until I can figure out what instrument this is. Should we
1: should we look up Minute Works uh Yeah, let, let's see. What instruments are instrument played in Landown on
0: of land down i can't type under uh
1: i don't think we're gonna get it right i don't think we are oh analysis of men of down under
0: um
1: drums guitar bass guitar flute and keyboard i knew there was a flute in there who plays the flute in land down? greg ham greg ham is our flutist
0: uh the first sound is the uh sound of the tom toms on the drum kit not played on I don't understand. That's too music. Tom Toms on the drum know, kit I don't know. I don't know. One more time. One more time? One more time. Yeah. Oh, it does it for me. It just does it's it every flute. time. It's
1: definitely the flute. It's hundred percent the flute. Like, that's the... I
0: mean, it feels like it's the sound of something being hit, like, being struck, though. Well,
1: yeah, I know what you mean, though. Yeah.
0: Anyway, uh, I have great news for you. (laughs) What is that? Staten Island Chuck did not see a shadow.
1: Let's go. Okay.
0: Staten Island Chuck is the real groundhog. That's electric. We were talking earlier about moving on from Phil... And and taking this great nation of groundhogs in a new direction, our our leader should be Staten Island Chuck. Uh, he's hit at an eighty percent clip in his lifetime.
1: Okay, so we're spring's coming. We need to we need to get off this Pucksatani Phil. I I know he's got Throw some history, river. but his record is garbage.
0: Throw him in the river. Throw him
1: in the keep him underground. We stand with Staten
0: Island Chuck, and ladies and gentlemen, spring is right around the corner.
1: Shout out Staten Island Chuck. Shout out. That's great.
0: If you ever get bored too, look at uh, like 2014 Mayor de Blasio with Staten Island Chuck. It was bad.
1: Okay, yeah, not good. OK.
0: Anyway, factor fiction. Uh, I'll start. OK. All right, Sam, factor fiction. Tom Brady stays retired.
1: I really want to say fiction. I'm going to say fiction. Fiction. Yeah, I'm going to say fiction. So you don't think
0: that Tom Brady's going to? Stay I, retired? I think
1: he's going to. I think he's going to go and and maybe uh, like call some games. I think he's going to go into the booth and he's going to call games and like have that Tony Romo role and be like, "Is he just you know what? I could Jason do this." Whitten? I think he's going to be like, "I could do this again," <laughs> and just for one season, he's going to try and come back. And I think it's going to be a disaster.
0: So it's still so funny to me that Jason Witten took an entire year, was just on Monday Night Football, <laughs> and then was like, ah, "I'm gonna go back. I'm and gonna play. play again. I want to play again."
1: I feel like he might have that in him, though. I don't know, though. He looked he looked very retired in that. So
0: thing, a couple yeah. things, right? Like, I mean, you remember the reports of Drew Brees yeah. having like the Saints call him and be like, that's "Hey, true. will you come play?" He's like, "No, I'm golfing." I feel like Tom Brady, if he gets a call from someone that's like, "Hey, we're desperate," like. Can you play? I think Tom Brady would maybe say yes. Yeah. Especially, I mean, now he's not tied down to a family. I mean, he's obviously still has children and custody and stuff like that. But, you know, he's not in, like, a nuclear married-to-a-woman type family right now. So, like, it's not like he can just have a – you know, he he can live that bachelor life. He can just be like, yeah. And we've never – there's never
1: been a competitor like him. So, like, who knows if he wants to come back.
0: You know, if there's a situation – where one of the better teams in the NFL, a team that has maybe like a Super Bowl-type roster, has injuries at the quarterback position to the point where, like, Tom Brady could be an option. I guess I could maybe see him being like, yeah, I'll come for the final six weeks of the season. Like the Niners push. this year.
1: You're telling me that right. if it's a Brock Purdy-type situation, Tom Brady isn't maybe. like, man, I could, I could go you win a Super Bowl with think, that team. It
0: does feel like he's done done
1: this time. It seems like it kind and of. And
0: it would really – I feel like you start to kind of hurt your legacy a little bit if you play the Brett Favre game. Mm-hmm. You know, don't 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 yeah. want Tom Brady and some Wranglers now or else we've really got some problems.
1: You've already retired twice. Maybe third time's the charm. Yeah. All right. I got a fact of fiction here. Okay. Uh the Broncos overpaid for Sean Payton. Yeah.
0: <laughs> I mean, Sean Payton, good coach, right? Don't get me wrong, great coach, great coach even.
1: Won a Super Bowl. So much.
0: For like thirteen years ago. However long ago. I mean I don't know. You just you took a Broncos team that clearly has flaws, many of them. Enough to where they were massively un, uh, non-competitive in a year that they really should have been. The team, you know, they were talked about as a as potential Super Bowl contender, and instead were the laughing stock of the NFL for the majority of the NFL season. What else is up with the Broncos? Well, they're in a terrible cap situation, and they have no draft picks. They finally got a couple when they traded Bradley Chubb away only to then now trade them away for Sean Payton. So, you know, you take a team with flaws, right? They don't have a lot of money to spend, and they don't have a lot of picks to improve their team. You're basically gambling on the fact that, like, it was a coaching issue rather than a roster issue, and Sean Payton can come right into town and fix things, patch it up, and get you in a spot to be back in the playoffs. I guess I don't necessarily... You know, no. If he can't do that, I, I still, I still believe in Russell Wilson. I do. Um, I believe that Sean Payton can get the best out of Russell Wilson and put him in a, you know, a advantageous situation. So I guess if it really gets you back into the playoffs and gets you winning the division, then there is no overpay. But I don't. I, they spent. It still feels like an three overpay. first
1: rounders and three second rounders on Russell Wilson and Sean Payton.
0: That's just. That's really a lot right. of
1: draft capital.
0: I'm gonna say fi- facts, yeah. yeah. I mean, they, they really did overpay yeah. for Sean Payton. Uh, Sam, fact or fiction? The Tennessee Titans will draft a quarterback in the first four rounds of the NFL draft. Uh, coming yesterday, after the report that the first team to meet with Hendon Hooker at the Senior Bowl was the Tennessee Titans.
1: Uh, I'll I'm, say
0: first five rounds. So the first, okay, first five rounds.
1: I'm going to say Fiction because I think we have a lot of other holes, a lot of needs that are a lot bigger than a quarterback right now, but I really wouldn't be surprised. And I would be kind of upset, to be honest. I would be upset with the Titans drafting Hinton Hooker. I love Hinton Hooker, but for a team that needs a quarterback like the Titans do, if if we are resorting to the 25-year-old who's going to be pretty much 30 years old by the time his rookie deal is over, that's that's not something I'm getting on board for. We're just we're going back we're going backwards at that point, but I'm gonna say fiction, but I wouldn't be surprised. Faction,
0: faction, faction. Um, you know I I feel like I guess what the Titans kind of have limited picks this year. Yeah, we do traded some away. Yeah, you already took a third round flyer on a quarterback last year. It didn't really work out, but. I mean, you don't really know how the Titans feel about Malik Willis right now. He was never supposed to have to play last year. Like, that's – he was such a massive project that he was, like, not supposed to have to sniff an NFL field. Mm
1: -hmm. Um, For probably, like, two or three years.
0: For Yeah, for at a minimum a year. Yeah. You know, this was probably the year that, like, all right, he can be a backup that can, you know, maybe be competitive. Like, that was supposed to be where he's at in his development. So, I I think it would be unfair to take an incredibly developmental – third round quarterback assessed his performance in a year that he wasn't supposed to be able to play, you know, or he wasn't supposed to be playing on a roster that was not constructed well and say, yeah, this guy can't do it. I was never a big Malik guy for being honest. I like him a lot as a dude, not necessarily as a quarterback. So, you know, I don't have a ton of confidence in Malik, but I I think you'd just be as well off continuing with the process of developing Malik Willis and maybe seeing what kind of mind you can get in for that OC spot, uh, then, you know, to draft a quarterback. Yeah, I agree. Would I like to see, like, a Hinton hooker on the Titans? Sure, I guess. But i, I that's just because I like Hinton and I like the Titans. If, exactly. In all honesty, maybe a hooker would be better off somewhere else. Probably.
1: All right. Um, fact or fiction, Jeff Saturday is the next coach of the Colts.
0: Um, I'm just going to manifest this. I'm going to say fact. <laughs> um It's February second right now we're a couple days away from the weekend all Jeff Saturday has to do is just get a couple beers with Jim Merce. if he wants to coach in the NFL next year just take him out get him a steak get him a bourbon and and, and just start drinking
1: yeah just put it on your tab and you yeah. you're, you're going to make a nice uh, paycheck
0: no i'll go ahead and say fact though just because that's who are they interviewing Just Jeff Saturday over and over again. (laughs) (laughs) Jeff Saturday with glasses on, with glasses off. Uh, No, the Colts, I think, have looked at some other things. I think right now there's just uh, some uh, kind of a disagreement where, like, Jim Irsay still likes Jeff Saturday. And the Colts' other leaders in the organization, like guys like Aaron Glenn. And uh, not Jeff Saturday, basically. Yeah. I'm going to say fact, though, just because it's the Colts. And nothing would make more sense than them hiring Jeff Saturday and then
1: drafting Will Levis. Will Levis. Yep. I was just about to do that as a caveat factor fiction the colts uh, trade up for one and take will levis
0: the colts though their third interviews uh they're look they're they're looking at doing third interviews at least that's where they're at now they've interviewed these guys twice jeff saturday ajero Avero, raheem morris wink martindale rick passaccia uh Saint shane Steakin, brian callahan and aaron glenn so one of those guys is going to be the colts next coach okay might as well be jeff yeah. Send it to break. Best bet to wrap up the show up next. She likes my cowboy
1: hat, but she loves Sam, my buddy. You know
0: how much I love me, some King Mason. To end the show, you know what else I love to end the show? A best bet. I do. I do. I would love to hear yours.
1: I am going to go over to. The best team in men's basketball against the spread. Uh, I'm going to take Florida Atlantic tonight at UAB. Tough game here. Good game. Uh, I'm going to take Florida Atlantic Moneyline. It's pretty much a pick em, so spread's kind of pointless here. Uh, I'm going to go Florida Atlantic Moneyline.
0: It's pretty much a pick em. Yeah. All right. I like that a lot. I really do like that a lot. Um I kind of like that myself. I don't want to take the same as you.
1: I could take the spread and you could take the money line and we would both win basically with a win.
0: I'm just going to take the over. Okay. I took the over last time these teams met. It did go over. Uh, I think they like went way over. That game was it was in the 80s. Um, It was a really, really fun game, too. A blast, actually. So I am going to take the over in that game. We'll stick to the same game. I'm excited for that one, too. I was also
1: looking at UNC Asheville, minus 9.5 against High Point. See if Drew Pember can drop another zillion bomb.
0: You know what my best bet is? What? IUPUI, (laughs) live money line, because they're only down one at half right now.
1: Oh, it's live.
0: Yeah, they're playing right now. IUPUI is 3-20 and on the season. They're playing a pretty decent Milwaukee team, and they're only down one at half. That's not actually my best bet, though. They're definitely going to get blown out <laughs> in the second half. Like, don't don't go do that, please. Uh, but that is on right now. just kind of funny that that's just happening. But, yeah, uh, I think I am going to just stick with the over in that game. think Let's so. Let's ride them. Let's ride it. Let's go at 7 FAU. o'clock CBS Sports Network. I'm excited to watch it.
1: I'm not as big on mid-major basketball as you, but that seems like a pretty solid mid-major. That'll be game. fun.
0: Yeah. Uh, I mean, especially I guess if Jelly Walker, I know he's been hurt. Like I, he got hurt, started missing some games mid-January. I saw that over the weekend that he was questionable. I don't know if he actually played. So let me hit a quick Google search to see if he has, if he is going to be in tonight. Uh,
1: I feel like he is. If if the spread is pretty much even, don't you think? I don't, he's, he's questionable. Okay, I feel like he'll play.
0: Yeah, I feel like that's a good. If the spreads, if they're if they're the favorite, I think they feel like Jelly Walker's playing because
1: yeah. is UAB that much of a home favorite? I mean, he's like one of the best scorers in in
0: in the country. Yeah, absolutely. Good show. Yeah, good to be back. Friday, it's coming quick. Man, the it week, is. This was fast by. week. Fast week. We'll be back though. Same time, same place tomorrow morning. But uh, for Sam Beard, I'm Charlie Collier. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. John Reed, Talk Sports. They're up next.